0: Section one hundred and eighteen of United States Senate Election Expulsion and Censure Cases seventeen ninety three to nineteen ninety by Ann M. Butler. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Case one hundred and sixteen Enar Hoydale eighteen seventy to nineteen fifty two versus Thomas D. Shaw eighteen seventy eight to nineteen thirty five, Minnesota. Election case, April 14th, 1932 to February 7th, 1933. Issues, campaign irregularities. Chronology. Petition presented, April 14th, 1932. Referred to committee, April 14th, 1932. Committee report, January 17th, 1933. Senate vote. February 7, 1933. Result? Shaw retained seat. Background. Minnesota Republican Thomas D. Shawl, whose election to the Senate in 1926 had been contested by his defeated opponent, see Case 106, faced a second such challenge after his re-election in 1930. In the latter campaign, Shaw bested his Democratic opponent, Enar Hoydale, by more than 11,000 votes in a multi candidate race. Statement of the case. On December 7, 1931, Thomas Shaw appeared in the Senate and took his seat for a second term without protest. On April 14, 1932, Enar Hoydale filed a petition charging that the Republican senator secured his election through illegal methods and fraud. Hoydale alleged that Shaw violated state and federal corrupt practices laws by filing false financial reports, illegally promising patronage positions in return for political support, failing to itemize names of campaign contributors and those receiving disbursements, accepting large contributions from bootleggers, and misusing franking privileges to distribute campaign literature. The Senate referred the petition to the Committee on Privileges and Elections. The next day, Thomas Shaw responded, insisting that the charges— a mass of generalities insinuations and falsehoods are groundless and they will fall of their own weight response of the senate on july sixteenth nineteen thirty two the committee notified hoydale that unless he submitted an amended petition that included more detailed information his case would be dismissed On August 30th, shortly before the committee's deadline, Hoydale submitted a revised petition. In it, he detailed large unreported expenditures made by Shaw's campaign and named individuals he said had been promised patronage positions in return for campaign support, as well as postmasters who had allegedly been pressured to contribute money to retire shaw's campaign debt in response shaw presented several affidavits from minnesota citizens all of whom swore the senator had not engaged in any illegal activities during the primary or general elections postmasters insisted they had received their commissions without paying the senator a penny and that all their campaign contributions had been voluntary and not connected to the distribution of patronage. The committee reported on January 17, 1933, recommending that the contest be dismissed. It argued that Hoydale had failed to contest the election in Minnesota, or to initiate legal action in the Minnesota courts, regarding Shaw's alleged state offenses within the deadline set by law. The allegations regarding contributions from postmasters had all been contradicted by sworn affidavits from the individuals involved, and were therefore dismissed by the committee. The panel determined that, even if Hoydale had accurate information concerning the misuse of franking privileges, the sum involved could not have exceeded $100, an amount the committee deemed insignificant. In general, the committee concluded that Hoydale's charges were too vague and indefinite to warrant further investigation. The Senate appeared willing to accept the committee's view that Shawl had responded satisfactorily to the more serious charges, and that the others were too minor to require attention. Without debate, the Senate on February 7, 1933, agreed, by voice vote, that Shawl had been duly elected and should retain his seat. Conclusion Thomas Shaw, who was permanently blinded at the age of 29, was a self-made man whose zeal and determined spirit won the admiration of even his political opponents. He served in the Senate until his death in 1935 from injuries sustained when he was struck by an automobile outside the Senate office building. Enar Hoydale served in the U.S. House of Representatives from 1933 to 1935 and was again an unsuccessful candidate for the senate in 1934 he died in 1952 end of case 116 and of section 118